Welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Quark, and I am going to be riding solo again here, but not for too much longer, guys. We are still building up this team. If you are interested in, in uh, talking DFS on this podcast or you know writing DFS for our subscribers, we are still looking for people, so do reach out to me, but uh, it'll be just me today. Actually, I have some exciting news for you guys. We are going to have kind of a longer view type podcast on Thursday night uh, that I'll be um, recording with Greg Ehrenberg, uh, if you guys are familiar. And uh, I'm just so stoked for that. It's going to be great. We're going to just pepper you guys with some uh, some just basic DFS knowledge in some uh, just how-tos. So it's going to be a series. We're going to try to do that a little bit more here, some more longer view stuff that uh, you know we can listen to. Again and again and again to really strengthen our DFS skills. But that's what not why you guys are here. You guys are here to hear me talk about the uh, Wednesday right <laughs> slate. Uh, the 10-game Wednesday slate here uh, for DFS. And I've got some DraftKings uh, plays for you guys. So uh, I'm excited. Um, there's some really fun games here on the, on the lineup. And probably my favorite game is uh, the one I'll look to stack a little bit here in some of my lineups here. It's got to be my Chicago Bulls and the Charlotte Hornets. And the reason for that being that we are expecting Zach Levine to sit the second half of a back-to-back. He did play tonight uh, in a nice, nice win against Brooklyn uh, for my Chicago Bulls. So, you know, he is probably going to sit with this one. So I think you can look at DeMar DeRozan at 8,500. I think you can definitely look at him. I have a high amount of interest in DeMar DeRozan anytime Zach Levine sits, which is going to be an awful lot this season. Hopefully you drafted him in some of your season-long leagues, and if you didn't, I'm sorry. Um, but this is a juicy matchup, obviously, for the Chicago Bulls against these Hornets uh, that just aren't very good. You know, there is always the blowout factor here, and it is possible that the Bulls put the Hornets away. But the Bulls, as I've said you know, countless times in this podcast, and it's always held true, not really a team that puts teams away. It's a team that has to struggle and grind for every every single win. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to, like, bet on the Bulls blowing the Hornets up by 25 points. I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. But if as long as this is close, uh, DeMar DeRozan at 8,500 is uh, definitely in play there. He's going to score probably as much as most of those guys in that nine to, to 10,000 range uh, at a discounted price. I do have some interest also as a pivot here, because I think a lot of people probably will have DeMar DeRozan, but I do have a pivot here in uh, Nikola Vucevic. I didn't play him tonight, thankfully. He did not have a very good night. But I will play him here in this Hornets matchup. Uh, Hornets are always bad against the center position. They've been bad against the center position for, like, seven years now, feels like. Uh, but, you know, they still, they're still rolling Plumlee out there, and they've got Nick Richards. Uh, neither of those guys scares me. I think Vooch can handle them handle them just fine in the interior there. So 8,000 for Vucevic. He is in my player pool for sure. I think I consider him a pivot. I'm not going to play DeMar DeRozan and Vucevic in the same lineups. But I'll play one or the other probably, and probably more DeMar for me. So uh, I do also have interest in on the Bulls side, just sticking with the Bulls. Uh, Patrick Williams at 3,700. I missed on that. Shout out to Lee Schwartz. Uh, who's one of our DFS team guys. He was in our, our Discord chat earlier talking about Patrick Williams. I said, no way. Patrick Williams, when he's on the court, it's always empty minutes. He doesn't produce. But, man, he looked pretty good tonight against that Brooklyn Nets squad. You know, he's kind of um, had a bit of a fire lit under him. Uh, Coach Billy Donovan's been talking about making possibly a, a starting lineup change, a little bit of a shakeup there. And the most obvious um, shakeup he can make is putting Patrick Williams on the bench and starting somebody like Javante Green or, or Derek Jones Jr. So, 
a little bit of fire under his butt. And uh, he really performs night. So at 3700 which is a really, really cheap price, one of the few guys under 4000 I like on the slate, I don't mind taking some stabs at him here and there. Uh, he had like 20, oh, close to 27 DK points tonight. So if he can do 25, 24 DK points in this matchup, uh, and it's even even better matchup than the Nets, then, uh, then we're, we're really cooking there. So I like it. Another guy that some people were on tonight, and uh, I wasn't, and it makes me kind of sad because he is a, a bull, uh, but Goran Dragic at 3,400. Now, it is a back-to-back. -back. He is an older vet, <clears throat> so his minutes could be down a little bit, especially if this game gets out of hand. So he's a bit definitely a risky play, in my opinion, but he has played exceedingly well for the Bulls, and I can't deny that. He's looked really good. So has Drummond, but Drummond, uh, I'm assuming Drummond's going to be out for this one, by the way. If Drummond does play, I'm probably not touching Patrick Williams. I'm probably not touching Goran Dragic. And I'm not going to touch the last guy I mentioned either. Uh, but Gordon Dragic, 3,400. Yeah, he's he's had a very, very solid season. Uh, absolutely just running that second unit with the best of them. You know, uh, this is only if Kobe White sits. And again, if Andre Drummond sits, I'm assuming Andre Drummond sits. So if both of those guys sit, then Gordon Dragic at 3,400 makes sense. And we really need Andre Drummond to sit to play this last guy. And it's really more of a punt play. I, I mentioned it tonight. I uh, didn't have the best game, but he was really active out there. I liked what I saw. Derrick Jones Jr. at 3,100. Of course, I didn't suggest Watanabe. I had him in the back of my mind. I was like, man, because they're both 3,100. Watanabe ended up having – I was kind of like having a little duel in my head between these two, two uh, uh, end-of-bench players, and uh, Watanabe got the best of uh, Derrick Jones Jr. tonight. But uh, same, same, similar boat. You know, I think it's the same kind of thing. You know, you're, it's kind of a punk play, and you're hoping for maybe 20 DK points, and that's like a ceiling. And if that happens, you're happy. So uh, I'll throw Derek Jones Jr. out there in my, in my player pool, too. I'll probably have a few lineups. I had too much of him tonight, uh, but I'll probably have him in a few lineups tomorrow night. Uh, moving on, my second favorite game on the slate is the Sacramento Kings against the Miami Heat. And Miami Heat on the back-to-back. Uh, Sacramento Kings looking for some wins. I think that they're, you know, going to be competitive this season. Obviously, no De'Aaron Fox. That's the big thing here. No De'Aaron Fox. And so we have to consider some of these Kings players. I've got some a lot of interest on the Kings side of the Paul. Uh, starting with Kevin Warner at 5,500. Um, he's not always going to shoot at 55, 60% from the field. That's just absolutely ridiculous, of course. He's not going to always shoot it lights out from beyond the arc like he's been doing this season so far. He's going to have a dud here or there. I'm hoping it's not this game because I am going to have some shares of him. Uh, but 5,500, I mean, look at anybody else in that price range. It's like, let's, let's take a look. This is what you guys got to do. You guys got to look at, you know, hey, if I'm paying 5500 for this guy, it's like an opportunity cost, right? Like, who am I missing out on if I'm paying 5500 for this guy? And, you know, in that same general uh, price range, we've got Jared Vanderbilt. We've got Reggie Jackson with John Wall back. I'm not doing that. We've got Tyus Jones with John Wall, uh, with uh, John Morant back. I'm not doing that. Gary Trent Jr., a little bit more expensive than than uh, Horder. Not doing that, probably. Maybe Fan bleeds out, but I'll have maybe one or two shares, but not doing that a whole lot. Dinwiddie, no, I have no interest there. I had assumed I do have some interest at in, now. I assume at fifty four hundred, but if you're talking about I had assumed versus Kevin Horder, who has more of a usage rate on the offensive end. I know Io's been killing it this season, but he doesn't have the ability to go off for forty five, forty six, forty seven DK points. Horder's done that. Horder's done that twice already. He did it last last two games. Uh, 43.5 and 44.75. Excuse me, I, I overstated it a little bit. but uh, And then the first two games of the season, he also put up uh, you know, 31.25 and 34.25. So 
I think Kuroda's got the higher ceiling here, so I'd rather go with him over like an Ayodesumu. But again, he could have a, a stinker. He could absolutely put up a dud. Uh, the Miami Heat are a good defensive team. I get that. Uh, Miami are in kind of disarray right now, though. So, uh, and her hero went out tonight, which we'll talk about in a minute too, uh, because we either on the other side of the ball. But let's talk about more Kings real quick. I also like Harrison Barnes at forty nine hundred. Um, guy that's going to be overlooked. I think a lot of people have him rostered tonight. I did not. I sh or, um, not tonight. I'm sorry. Last night. Two nights ago when you guys were listening to this. I did not. I should have. Because um, he was like 40. He was really cheap. Um, let me see. He was. Let's see. He's 4900 here. And he was. Oh, why isn't it showing me his price point? Uh, on the 20, oh, no, on the 31st. It is, the, there's the best part. Yeah, he's 4,900 then, too. And he scored 30.25 uh, DK points despite shooting just 4 of 12 from the field. He was 8 of 8 from the line. Probably not going to see that exactly that again, but he does get the line quite a bit. Uh, did grab 9 rebounds, so probably won't see quite as many of those. Only 2 assists, so probably have a few more of those. And blocks and steals, he hilariously never has any of those, so I wouldn't worry about that. Um, so, yeah, I've got some interest here in Harrison Barnes at 4,900 without De'Aaron Fox. I think they're going to need his scoring and his veteran leadership. So, I like that a lot. Um, I also, of course, this is the guy that everyone's going to have. Uh, the one thing to be aware of is everyone's going to have, like, sky-high ownership of this guy. Everyone's going to have him. Davion Mitchell, 4,200. He's the obvious guy to go to with no De'Aaron Fox. He did put up a really good game uh, with a little bit over 30 DK points. Uh, in their last one. So 4200 is more than a fair price. I think it's chalk that you can eat, for sure. It's good chalk. Uh, again, tough matchup. Miami Heat, so something to consider. I wouldn't, like, go overboard and have my 100% rosters. I'm, I'm, not, like, I'm not saying lock this guy in, absolutely. But, you know, you probably want him in a lot of rosters. And if you're doing a single entry, I'd probably put him in there because, again, it's just everyone's going to have him. So if, even if he puts up a dud, uh, it's not going to sink you. So 4,200 for Davion Mitchell. Other side of the ball, as I mentioned, Tyler Hero, out. So if he uh, he had an eye contusion, if he's not going to play, you can look at guys like Max Struess, uh, Duncan Robinson, Gabe Vincent, and this is a really, really good matchup for the Miami Heat, obviously. The Sacramento Kings run up and down the court and don't play any defense, so it's always a good matchup no matter who they're playing. <laughs> and... Uh, Max Drew's 5,000. You've got Gabe Vincent at 3,700. Um, and you've got Duncan Robinson at 3,200. Uh, Duncan Robinson managed 26 minutes without Tyler Hero uh, tonight. So I, at 3,200, I think you got to take some stabs at him for sure. And this is, again, if we get information that Tyler Hero is going to be out. Um, then I go get Gabe Vincent at 3700 That's his price point there. Uh, he had 31 minutes tonight. 21.5 DK points. Not necessarily... Well, I would say they have similar ceilings. Gabe Vincent and, and Duncan Robinson. Probably similar floors, too. They could totally fall out. They could just put up absolute duds. Not, they're not, like, great players. Uh, Max Drew's 5K. I mean, if you're playing, like, cash, I think that's probably the safest bet there. Uh, did have 33 minutes tonight. He had 17 shot attempts, which is most of the season. Not very surprising with no Tyler Hero. Um, so I think he's the safe play there. But if you're in a GPP, I'll go to those other two guys. So there you go. 
Um, again, I did mention Van Vliet. He's another guy. Uh, those are the two games that, that I like to stack if you're going to stack any games. Uh, and again, you'll go heavy on the Kings. I'd probably run it back, you know, with with a Jimmy Butler. Um, or actually, I, I didn't even mention this guy. He's probably be my favorite Miami Heat guy, uh, even if uh, Tyler Hero plays. I love Kyle Lowry at 5900. Quietly uh, coming, you know, coming together, putting together. A better uh, uh, stretch of games recently. Uh, so 5900 I feel like, is a very fair price. Uh, just, again, comparatively to compared to other guys in that price range, I think he's got a lot of opportunity here. Obviously, I like it better if Hero doesn't play. But this is, again, a very good matchup. So I will take some stabs at Kyle Lowry at 5900 But uh, you'll want to run it back with a Heat. A heat <laughs> one of the Heat or two of the Heat. If you're going to stack, you know, Kevin Warder, Harrison Barnes, and Davion Mitchell in a lineup, which I think you could. I think you could, and you can fit up some studs because those are pretty cheap guys. Um, so those are the two games I really like on the on the slate here: Chicago versus Hornets and uh, Sacramento Kings versus Miami. Another uh, bit of inf injury news that we need to keep our eyes on is Van Vliet, and he's got a hurt back. He's questionable here. If he doesn't play, I've got a lot of interest in Scotty Barnes, and I've got a lot of interest in Chris Boucher. Um, so I would keep my eyes on that. They are playing uh, the San Antonio Spurs. Another nice matchup, another young team that likes to get out and run and, and get up and down the court. I think it actually um, suits these guys really well. Boucher and and, uh, and Scotty Barnes they should see a little bit of an elevated pr production with the pace of this game. <clears throat> Scotty Barnes is 6,800, so obviously he's a bit pricey, a bit on the pricey side, but uh, well worth it. He put up eight assists in that last game. Uh, he's the de facto point guard. He's the point guard when Van Vliet's not there, which I think is a lot of fun. He had seven rebounds, 21 points. You know, it's a triple-double, like a, a triple-double light, right? He's not going to get the, exactly a triple-double. If he does, you're really cooking, man. You're, you're getting some good DK scores, so it's possible. It's not without, it's not like outside the realm of possibility. It's not probable, though. It's, it's very improbable, actually. But I still love him at 6,800. Um, Chris Boucher is fourth, 4K. Cheap still. Um, just getting back into flow of things, you know, getting back in the rotation, seeing his minutes increase. He's in the low 20s now. Only if Van Vliet is out. Anytime a starter misses, and I know Dan Baspis will be proud of this one. I'm stealing that. I'm biting his uh, his tees here. But anytime a starter misses, you can pretty much guarantee that Boucher is going to get uh, 20 to 25 minutes, and he's going to have a decent basketball game. So I uh, do like him quite a bit. Um, a couple other games I have um, some minor interest in, but I've got interest. I've got interest in some uh, some studs in the Memphis and, and Portland game. I think that's going to be a lot of a, a fun game. That's going to be an up and down game. I think that is a game you can stack. I don't like the pricing. I think the Portland guys are all kind of priced up at this point without Damian Lillard already, to where I can't really have them. But I stu do still like Enfrey Simons at seventy six hundred. I think that's a very solid, a very good play. Uh, against this Memphis Grizzlies team again, that's going to get out and run and get up a lot of shots. So, Anthony Simons at seventy six hundred, of course, um, perhaps my favorite. Definitely, I think he's the only guy I have on my list that's over ten k. Um, but I do, and you know, we'll, we'll do we'll get in the, into that in a minute. But I do have uh, John Morant here at ten three. I got a lot of interest in John Morant in this matchup against the Portland Trailblazers. My only concern is that I hope the Trailblazers can keep it close without Dean Miller. 
I know a lot of people think that, you know, they are a solid team. I think they are. Uh, I actually have a, a bet on their over in the season win totals, which, you know, was looking good, but then they went down. I think it's a huge loss if you lose Dame Lillard on the offensive end. So I could see this getting ugly. Uh, I'm not going to have a ton of shares of these guys as a result of that. But if I, but in the in the lineups, let me put it this way: the lineups I do have John Morant, I'm going to have Anthony Simons because I'm going to need somebody on the other side of the ball to keep this a basketball game. Don't have a ton of interest in the other Portland Trailblazers, though. Honestly, um, don't have a ton of interest in the other Memphis Grizzlies either. They're all priced up because John Morant had missed. And uh, their salaries have climbed. So, but if you want even better calls than mine, you should get into our DFS pass, guys. Four ninety nine a month, and it is an absolute steal. Uh, get in there, talk to other DFS studs, uh, like Lee Shorts I mentioned earlier, like Arnold Cadena, who uh, prepared our our DFS delivery yesterday, who did a really great job, and just like uh, Giancarlo, I hope I'm saying his name right, who's going to prepare a DFS delivery for tomorrow, and I'm hoping I can get him on the podcast sometime too, so that would be a lot of fun. Um, but these guys have great calls. These guys have great insights. Um, we discuss things. Um, again, You know, this helps us become better players because we challenge each other on things, and um, you're not going to get that unless you get that DFS pass. So go sign up for it at sportsethos.com. Again, there's a wager pass. There's also a fantasy pass. You can get that all for the Ethos 360, which is the best bundle, the best deal. And you should just do that. Um, but if you want to be a cheapo, the FS pass is totally fine. Come talk to me. So go, to, go get it today. Um, there are There is another game where I have some interest here. I have some interest in the Lakers and Pelicans. It's one of the few games we actually have a game total for already. And the game total looks, uh, looks pretty appealing. Uh, I believe it was two... Uh, well, now it's 229.5. I thought it was in 230, so maybe people have been hammering the under already. But I do have some interest in the Lakers and the Pelicans. Uh, obviously, no Brandon Ingram. I think those Pelicans are honestly a little bit too priced up for me. I was going to McCollum a lot, but now he's 8,600, I believe he is now. And it's just too pricey for me. Uh, don't like it. But I do have some interest in Anthony Davis at 9,100 on the other side of the basketball. I just think that's a really great price for a guy that's uh, just elite. And I know, you know, make fun of it. It's like, you know, hey, he sits all the time, bubble championship, all that. I mean, he's a fun guy to make fun of. I get it. Uh, I'm happy that the Lakers are losing too. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. But uh, 9100 for Anthony Davis I think is a steal, so I think you should jump on that price point for sure. Uh, I do have some interest also in Troy Brown Jr. at 3900 uh, Again, not a lot of guys 4K and under that I like on this slate. Um, that's just... Squeaky chair. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, but he is one guy, uh, Troy Brown Jr. at 3,900, because uh, for better or for worse, the Lakers seem content to trot him out there for, you know, 25 to 30 minutes a night. And if that's going to be the case, um, he's a guy that can contribute across the board. I watched him with the Bulls. I watched him with the Wizards. He's a guy I've watched actually play a lot. And he does put up stats. I don't know if he plays winning basketball necessarily, but he does put up statistics. He's a good fantasy player uh, if he gets the minutes. He had, uh, here's his minutes log for the first uh, one, two, three, four, four games here. 22 minutes, 28 minutes, 32 minutes, 26 minutes. He's playing a lot. The Lakers need his versatility. He is a, a lengthy dude. I think he's like six, seven or so. Uh, and he has a big, pretty big wingspan. So he's like more of a wing type, you know, size, but he can play guard. So uh, he is a guy that's, uh, that's nice to have out there. He's an interesting prospect. Not a terribly great basketball player, in my opinion. Um, 
he's struggled from three this season so far, and with the Bulls, he had a really uh, nice three-point stroke last season, so maybe he can bring that back a little bit. Uh, but yeah, 3-9 for him. You're not hoping for much, but he is a cheap option you can go to if you need to save some of that salary. Um, some other guys are like, I like Josh Richardson at 5,800. Yeah, is it uh, a little bit priced up? Yeah, sure. It, it is. Um, you know, he was uh, definitely lower than that before. Um, but I think, you know, I think the Spurs can stick around with the Toronto Raptors. I think they can do it. The Raptors haven't exactly blown anyone away this season. And uh, if that's the case, I mean, I think, you know, I think Josh Richardson, again, another guy that contributes across the board and um, put up almost 40 DK points a couple games ago against Minnesota. And, you know, again, no no primo anymore. Um, I think Devin Vassell's out for this one. I better check on that one. If Devin Vassell's in, I don't like him. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it says Devin Vassell is out. He won't play Wednesday, so he's already been confirmed out. Of course, just keep an eye on that. Uh, it's happened before. They can be ruled in. Keldon Johnson is uh, question, questionable also for this game. So if he sits, I uh, absolutely love Josh Richardson at 5,800. But can't bank on that. So uh, I do like some of uh, some shares here, Josh Richardson at 5,800. I like him more if Jeremy uh, Sohan doesn't play. But if Jeremy Sohan does play, I do like Jeremy Sohan also at 4,500. I think there's a lot of usage there for him without them to sell. Uh, and his price point hasn't really come up a lot because he did get hurt. And so people weren't rostering him. So some cheaper guys. I do like uh, Isaiah Hartenstein at forty two hundred. Um, any given night, he can surpass Mitchell Robinson for minutes. I think this is a good matchup for Isaiah Hartenstein because you do have uh, Capella and Anyaka Kangu. Anyaka Kangu is questionable. I don't think it's a matter. I think it's a, just a matter of time before Hartenstein is starting over Mitchell Robinson or at least getting more minutes on a regular basis over Mitchell Robinson. I think he's a better player. I think there's no question about that. I think a lot of people know that. 4200 is a very decent price point uh, for a guy that has good court vision for a big, uh, scores decently when he's on the court, is aggressive, um, like all of it. It's a good fantasy game. So I do like that. Akangu at 3700 if he plays. I'm going to keep suggesting this guy. Again, late waiting for the day that he also overtakes Clint Capella. We all feel like it's just around the corner. And if the Knicks are going to trot out, you know, Mitchell Robinson and Isaiah Hartenstein, then Akangu is going to get plenty of minutes. Because he'll need to guard one of those guys. So there you have it. And now for some Thrive Fantasy plays. If you guys aren't ThriveFantasy.com, you should be. Thrivefantasy.com is an awesome place. They have these uh, tournaments where you pick 10 out of 20 player props and you enter this tournament, and if you win, you win a whole bunch of money. You guys should go do it. You guys should go show up. Go sign up at thrivefantasy.com and use promo code ETHOS. Tell them Keith sent you. <laughs> and go win these things. Because I'm going to give you the winning picks right now. I like John Moran at over 43.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Again, this is a great game environment. Uh, I know he's coming back from injury. I get it. So people might be off of it. But this is 105 points in this tournament for it. So slightly better than 50-50 odds you're getting here for him to go over. And I think there's a very good chance he does. Because it's the, you know, it, it, it is, a uh, again, a game environment where a lot of points are going to be scored. 
uh, let me put it that way, uh, against Portland. I was like, who are they playing? I lost my mind there for a minute. Against Portland. So I think that's a good good, uh, good thing to go with. Just be wary of the blowout potential. But yeah. Kevin Porter Jr. Overtime to have rebounds and assists. That's another 105 points in this tournament. I like it. He's averaging 6.4 rebounds and 5.3 assists on the season. And I think this is actually going to be a somewhat close game. Um, I think that, you know, Houston and the Clippers, uh, without without Kawhi Leonard, uh, they're not exactly blowing people away again. You know, so I think it's going to be a little bit closer than people let on. And it was a pretty close game last game, too, uh, throughout the duration. Uh, did take in a little bit of a heroic effort from KG Martin, so I don't think that'll happen again, but, uh, but you never know. Uh, Scotty Barnes, over four and a half assists. If Van Vliet is out, I like this at 100 points, so 50-50 odds. Again, if Van Vliet is out, if he's not out, uh, you might want to steer clear of this one and choose something else. But over four and a half assists, if Van Vliet is out. Keldon Johnson, if he plays, over 22.5 points. That's 90 points for you guys, so a little bit less than 50-50 odds, but... I mean, I watched the Spurs team play recently against my Bulls. They are just so reliant on Keldon Johnson for the offensive end. He usually gets the ball at the end of the clock, any you know, late game, late clock situations, and he's the guy putting up that shot. So Keldon Johnson over 22.5 points. Vucevic over 32.5 points, rebounds, and assists. No Zach Levine in this game. It's 105 points for this one, so you're getting uh, plus odds here. Uh, he doesn't. He's averaging, I wouldn't say significantly, but uh, you know, marginally less than this. Uh, without Levine this season, I think it was something it was somewhere around twenty-seven to twenty-eight PRA. Uh, just hasn't had very good games when he's been out, though. But this is a game environment where they're playing the Charlotte Hornets again. Uh, you know, the center position there not not the best. Mason Plumlee doesn't scare me. Uh, Nick Richards doesn't scare me. So I think it's uh, very doable for him to get over thirty-two and a half PRA. Jimmy Butler over ten and a half rebounds and assists. Just lock this in. This is the Kangs. He's they're playing here like. It's based up. Ten and a half rebounds and assists seems like a done deal to me for Jimmy Butler. Last one I like is Tatum over twenty six and a half points, and that's ninety five points. You're getting slightly less than fifty fifty, but I think this is going to be a lot of fun. This uh, Boston Celtics and Cleveland Cavaliers game. That, you know, we have a Darius Garland siding here. He's questionable. This is why I didn't suggest any of the Cleveland Cavaliers here. I do want to see how that plays out. By the way. Um, if he does sit, I might have some interest in some of these priced up guys over there. So I might have some interest in Donovan Mitchell, who's still a little bit underpriced. Um, maybe some interest in, I'll run it back with, with Tatum or Jalen Brown. But, uh, I think it's going to be a close game. And so if it's a close game, Tatum's going to be on the floor for 35 minutes, 32, 35 minutes, somewhere in that range. And I think 26.5 points is just uh, too little. So I think he's going to hit that pretty easily. So that's it though. That's what I like. Go lock those in. Go win. Um, I'll be happy. You know, go ahead and feel free to tip me when you do. <laughs> but uh, that's it, guys. Um, again, we are excited to have a show coming up on Thursday with another uh, expert who's going to really uh, walk us through some some basic DFS questions. I'm excited for that. So do tune into that one. But until next time, I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at, at @bsbpkeith, and you can definitely follow the show, guys. Uh, also, if you're wherever you're listening, just hit that subscribe button. And leave us a comment. Let us know how we're doing. So thank you. And until next time, let's go get that money.